0: motivate podcast we got special special guests in, in here with us today i said i'm in here with my man kevin kevin griffin yes
1: yeah, sir Kevin O.G. how y'all doing we're
0: doing good and we got our man bruce waller jr what's
2: going on y'all let me
0: make sure i get the credentials right so <laughs> yes. let me see let me see you got <laughs> credentials. co-owner of grind uh-huh director of black wall street yep and owner of Kairos Digital Yes, sir, that's right All right, all right, right. Yeah, I hear yeah. that All right, all right All right, excellent, in the
1: building You know, so we had I to come chop it up building. with him Yeah, <laughs> his building
2: Yeah, I thought it was a vibe <laughs> just being here together Just connecting for real Thank y'all for having me on here Push that you up for to for us coming, yeah. You? yeah, yeah
0: well, uh, So we'll, uh, what we do is we ask all our guests When they first, you know, come on to the show mm-hmm. Since it's the Qualified to Motivate podcast What do you feel makes you qualified to motivate the people out there?
2: I think that for me, just to speaking personally to me, what makes me qualified to motivate is that I actually was tested to be qualified. Right. I think that you have to be tested in order to be qualified to motivate anyone. So when I talk about, like, when I share insight with people, I'm not just saying because I read it in a book, I experienced it. And now I can help somebody else cross over the bridge and what they need. So that's what qualifies me because I've been tested.
1: Mm. Exactly. I have, yes.
2: you know, <laughs> scientists have hypotheses. I had experience. Yeah, yeah sure. you know what I mean. So that's what it really comes down to. So in my business, it costs to be the boss, like for real. For sure, and I paid it. <laughs> yeah, paid stacks in full. <laughs> in full. In full. No payments. <laughs> no payments, bro. <laughs> you Listen, know we love the it, payment it, plans it, now. It, it's, if I and I don't, don't want to jump ahead, but what I did before I even got here, and I'll say in the two and a half years what I did in that first year, or even in the first year and a half. It was just crazy. So, like, no bucks in my pocket. Mm. Give it, like, for real. Like, putting it back in the business. So yeah bro that's why I'm qualified yeah, are, yeah. <laughs>
0: that'll definitely make you qualified you putting <laughs> it up there and on your own I'm you been through it yeah for real, for real.
2: the ugly side of entrepreneurship is real yeah
0: and that's what we want to start on man let's 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 yeah, get before, into the beginning Like, we jump into it oh go ahead
1: bro. yeah I want to say you know what I'm saying this ain't our first time meeting him we came here what a couple of days ago yeah whole bunch of knowledge man like a lot a lot to learn he got a lot of information for you in fact though after we left here, I just got a little funny story to tell. <laughs> <laughs> what happened, bro? <laughs> so Man, we we chatting it up about you. We going to his um, his hometown get a haircut. Shout so out, clean out Clean Cuts Barber, clean, clean Cuts, okay. In Marion, that's North that's Carolina. You. Yeah, so we getting a cut and everything. After we about to leave, he like, you want something to eat? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, man, we get something You Like, where you wanna go? You know what I'm saying? I got this one spot I wanna show you, even a barber voucher for it. So I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'ma get the ACP. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I get that too. I was like, I want, I want shrimp with mine. You know what I'm saying? I eat shrimp, you know, I yeah. love it. You know what I'm saying? Shrimp so is I, great. Yeah, real good. I was <laughs> I was tearing it up. I think I killed the whole plate in about 10 minutes. Mm. So we we heading out on the way back to uh Western. Yeah. And uh you know what I'm saying? I start feeling like I'm about to throw up a little bit. So I stretch out. I'm like, oh, I start to feel better about 10 minutes He said, I start itching everywhere. I was talking. Face was Dang. itching. Neck was itching. Arm everywhere. You know what I'm saying? So I tell uh, Dante, he driving. He just driving, driving. I said, just cool. I ain't saying nothing. I'm just scratching everywhere you all to say he looked at me, I'm like, bro, I think I might be having an allergic reaction. he <laughs> had the most serious look on his face after I said that. He started, he started going about 80, 90, that the emergency zone. I'm like, bro, I'm good. I'm good. I done turned like, the hazards oh, on. Man, I was like, everything. man, we just,
0: I was like, we just secured this good interview. I can't have my co-host go down oh, right man. before
1: that. <laughs> right man. Serious, oh, man. Yeah. Everything went good, the food was good, though. I'm still here, you know what I'm saying? It was scared. too funny, bro. So he turned the high beams on the getting, has the I had to go. And then he
0: talking about we, get to, we we was about to go. We we get into town and we get near the hospital. He said he was feeling better. So I was like, You wanna you wanna just get some Benadryl? Go past He was like, Yeah. So we started driving past it, and then I was just like, Hey bro, just look at me one time. And I looked at him, couldn't see because it was dark. We got to the red light. I turned the light on. I was like, look at me one more time. He looked at me, he's like, I'm good, bro. I was like, Nah, bro, you puffy. You look Looking like you, looking like you you looking look like, like the nutty, mad. the nutty professor. He was over there lumped up. I was like, yeah, let's Man. go, bro. So we are go. you
1: allergic to shrimp? I guess so. Like sometimes I have allergic. It's like the second time, but. I said his old lady that came whenever uh, we wow. first like the first week I had my child uh, they came up and cooked for us and everything she cooked chicken and shrimp pasta and I mean I ate it with no
2: problems so oh, man, picky just picking and, picking and choosing sometimes yeah. decided to pick you that day yeah, I, I know that. you probably love the shrimp huh man man, what uh, listen, my wife so I've been married five years my wife is um, congratulations on that yeah, I appreciate that man yeah, look sure. if anybody trying to get married enjoy your, your single life first <laughs> before you go ahead and commit no when i meet it's so many levels when I mean that, but my wife is um she's Korean and black. Oh, okay. so she got the benefits of both for us. She yeah. grew up Korean in the home, you know, and know how to cook all type of dishes. So she be doing shrimp infused stuff. Oh yeah. Like I'd be tanned up. Like, you uh you're pescatarian, right? Yeah, pescatarian, yeah, okay. bro. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's like just uh chicken and fish and Yep. no red meat. Well no, just seafood. But just I seafood. I
2: just started incorporating chicken recently. But um I feel better just I think I just switched it up because I was doing a lot of you know t- entrepreneur, entrepreneurship in that type of life yeah it puts a demand on you it's like right. a, it puts a number on your body for, sure. for real like mental so See, i, I switched it that. up i really did i lost like 30 pounds oh yeah my, that's l- good shout out to my brother uh Shamal waller he um he dope by the way he he, he a dope entrepreneur he put oh, me yeah. on he moved here from new, uh, north uh, new york for mm-hmm. about a year And He was like, "Bro, switch up your diet," and I was like, "I won't eating bad, but I won't eating good," and it wasn't wasn't helping my health. So I switched it up, bro. Everything just transformed for me. So. I feel a lot better. Yeah, we was talking about that. We was like, dang, Bruce look healthy. Like, you know
1: what I'm saying? Vibrant the <laughs> well, yeah, you came in here that day. You said, asleep. Yeah, you said, I just had three
0: hours of sleep. You look like you had a good eight. <laughs> yeah, yeah A, a good like, eight. You? you had a solid eight, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know, turn a that joint sideways is like, infinite.
2: But yeah, <laughs> man, man. Let's get
0: uh let's get into let's, the let's beginning, it, man. Let's get into the beginning let's of how it. you know we wanna talk about entrepreneurship. So let's talk about your beginnings and um what what was your first initial steps into entrepreneurship? Man,
2: so um, I'm, I'm I'm a little older than y'all, but not too much. What y'all, you know, twenties, right? Yeah, twenties. I'm thirty. I'm thirty-five. Damn. Um, no, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your daddy. I'm your daddy. <laughs> Boy, y'all better listen. I'm about to give you something. I'm about to sun y'all today. <laughs> hey, no, nah, dog man. Um, my entrepreneurship journey really started like in my um my early twenties, like around y'all age. I was like twenty-one. Okay. And it, it it was just touch and go, touch and go. And I did a lot of stuff. Like I got. Before, like, my for real, for real, if I really take it there, like, it really started at 17. I was in high school, and I was doing door-to-door sales.
0: Mm, that's, Commission-based that'll, only, that'll bro. That'll build you. That'll From build you now, right there.
2: There are studies out there to show that if your first job is door-to-door sales, it, it creates great personal, uh, professional development. Yeah. It's, like, one of the hardest jobs and one of the best jobs. I got really good at it. I came like number one salesman in the nation mm. a few times for a few different companies. That's good. So I was making, I was rolling it in at a young age. I was like, yeah. I could do this. So I mean, I was a vet in it. I was kicking dogs. Dogs come up to me. I'm kicking dogs <laughs> across the yard. You not about to get in front of my bag, bro. <laughs> no, I'm Look, I make the baby be quiet. Just yeah. play with the baby to close the deal. Like no oh, weapon like formed, that. no weapon formed. <laughs> yeah. So it started there, and then from there, just really elevated. Um, And just to kind of like, just give snapshots of my life. So from 17, that's also when I met my mentor. He's still Mm. my mentor today, bro. If you don't have leadership or mentorship, it's super important. I would not be where I'm at today without the leaders in my life, and I still locked in with them. Specifically, at that point in that point in time in my life, I already knew I had some type of dynamic about me. Yeah. At a young age, I kind of already was aware of myself and like what I wanted to do and kind of where I wanted to go. I just didn't have the information, but I knew it in my heart, though, right? Right. And so, uh, when I got connected uh, with Jay Hacker, which is my business partner for this spot, nice. we, had, we, run all our, we run all the businesses together, yeah. so, Having solid relationships like that are important because you can you can scale in so many ways. Mm. So we're doing it here and four other states. We're doing all type of good work. Mm. Um, so it started there, and so I was I traveled and I sold. Uh, all types of stuff. <laughs> uh, bro, I remember one time, I'll, I'll, I'll put this out there. I remember one time I took Krispy Kreme Donuts fundraising operations that they had. So you can go to Krispy Kreme's today if you have a nonprofit and say, hey, I need to raise funds for my nonprofit. Mm-hmm. My nonprofit, I forgot, was called Momentum Shifters. I operationalized the whole thing. I made my team wear all black. I was in college, I was mm. in community college. We wore all black. I ordered a hundred cases of donuts yes. and I did pre-orders. Yes. <laughs> Bro, I was rolling in like five hundred dollars a week. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Donut. and I That's had $100. Krispy Kreme donuts uh, printouts all across the uh, the campus. <laughs> and uh, it was real. So I had that time at the time my girlfriend doing it, my homie, and I said, Y'all gotta wear all black when you gotta show up. So like this just 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 with those things that I done, it just kind of led up to like what I do today. I always been selling, always been marketing, promoting, and that's how I really like dived into like the marketing component of my business. But it hadn't always been pretty, bro. Like it's sure it's gonna be them ups and downs. Yeah, it was a lot of ups and downs. I learned a lot. I did a lot. I did a whole lot. Like I did, I did a whole lot of ventures. I mean, any venture that I could think of, like I'm doing that. I jumped on it, did it. Some of it was was a hit. Some of it was a miss. But um, all of it, I learned something though. And so that's what made it like super dope for me. Like I just really was enjoying the ride. And he used to always call me Mr. Bruce. Like he said, uh, they said, Bruce and many hats. That's just, you always call me something like that. Right. When I was young, they was like, you always doing something, yeah. always in something. I'm always trying to sell something. Yeah. Always trying to offer something. Like what it you need? Like, right. <laughs> I was just trying to figure <laughs> it out, bro. So uh, it wasn't until, um in recent years, like, when I have to say oh, I got around, like, 25, 26, where I started locking in a little bit deeper into, like, what could I really do? You know what yeah. I mean? And so, yeah, the Kairos Carolina Digital is a funny story. I mean, we are a great – you're doing great now. But I created Kairos Carolina Digital in my 20s. In 20s. That's- I, I'm, that was 10 years ago. Yeah. I had the idea for about 10 years. Mm. It was called Kairos Digital. That was it, or Cairo Sales, or something like that. And I say I would do a, a marketing agency, and it would be a multi-million-dollar marketing agency. Talk about the power of words, right? I was yeah. 25 when I wrote that down, and I ain't never do anything with it until three years ago.
0: So what, like, put that spark under you to jump it off finally?
2: Well, my mentor, he was like Jay, my my business partner. He was like. What you uh, Do you remember that uh, marketing agency you came up with? What what you doing with that? This was Mm. like right before COVID hit. This was like two years right before COVID hit. I was like, I don't know, I've been thinking about it. I ain't really do nothing. He said, you should just do it. And I had this always this thing about me, like I overthought things and thought my way out of actually doing the the work that I need to do. So So I actually just, I was just bailed out. Like I just, I hid out, even though I had all these ideas, like my phone, I probably got like so many ideas and I starting now, just like it while the time and opportunities available and, cause it ain't going to wait. It's just going to sit there as potential and do nothing with it. So I, um, right before COVID really like took, like the head of turn, I established Kyros Carolina digital with March 20, uh, March 3rd, 2020. Mm. So right in the middle of COVID and I established it as an LLC And I didn't actually start making money with it until about seven, eight months after I established it. And then I started doing consulting and then it turned into me trying to figure it out. And then I started establishing systems and then going into working with, um, you know, some pretty big organizations and nonprofits and enterprises across the United States. So it's been fun. And I just like it only it all happened because I just decided to start and figure it out and make sure I had the right people around me. Right. To they can teach me the, the things I needed to know. And I
1: hear you touching on it a little bit, but one of my questions was, um, so I read that uh, Jay Hackett was your mentor for around 16 years. Yeah. So um, how important was it or is it to have somebody in your life like
2: that to guide you? Man, I I'll say it like this. <clears throat> If I, if I did not have the type of leadership or support anybody, I mean, I don't know where I would be without it because I was wild. I was like just out there, like <laughs> any, everything happened. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was just that type of dude that had that type of energy about me, like I just wanted to do great things. It could be greatly wrong, it yeah. could be greatly, cra- you know, it could go any direction. Yeah. But uh, Jay, man, um, shout, shout out to Jay Hackett. For sure. Uh, uh, he, he really like just was there for me in ways like nobody else really was there for me. Like, and cause he had similar experience, mm-hmm. but at him at a young age, I get to see him before he crossed 30 to be a millionaire. And I mm-hmm. also, before he, he was 29, I saw him when I met him at 24 and I was 17, you know, only seven years difference, but I got to see somebody
0: do it. Doing it, yeah. And
2: I was able to, and that was impressionable on me, but I also see him go to jail too for mistakes that he had, because I mean, had, we had a growing business. I took a company and ma- helped their business make $4 million in one year. I said, oh, Major. I got something special, you know what I'm saying, like the type of gift I have. And just all the things that happen. I see him grow a business with a cost to be the boss. Mm-hmm. You also gotta pay any penalty with any business that you have. So um, I see them leave out of jail with a, a charge and a felon, and then still scale. Other businesses. I was yeah, like, Yeah, that'll Yo. motivate anybody so to right have there. To have mentorship and have dynamic people like Jay uh, in my life, man, it has really, like, helped me, gives me hope, and also allows me to see what it takes to really take it to that level. And honestly, what I can really say about Jay, and one thing that really sticks to me, is about, like, being brutally honest with yourself yeah. and about what you really are doing with your, so... yourself, your business, your life. And yeah. so... That's kind of how I've been riding it. And from there, I've been able to pass it along to other people like Tyler and a few other cats that I mentor. And even younger uh, young ladies, you know, we kind of have a, like a tribe. Yeah. But it, paying it forward, I mean, that's why i That's I'm what's like.
0: up. I was actually going to ask about, like, you know, with him keeping it brutally honest with you. You were, um, you were in the Army, right? I was in the Army. So, like, for you, because I kind of – I did y'all research Oh yeah Nah Nah We do good Good homework Good homework over here I wanted to catch you off guard If you will (laughs) How he know that Who he know Yeah. Yeah (laughs) That's <laughs> <But laughs> your everything on the internet yeah, now man. <laughs> Type yeah. in <it> background.com yeah. <laughs> just just The whole file on you. But nah yeah, we, that's um, dope. That's dope. I was gonna ask like with you being in the army The type of mentor you need Do you need almost like that drill instructor on you Like, Because I feel like the type of person that I would need Is somebody that be on me like yeah. that Until you
2: it at the, at the click. I would say it like this That's when it switched for me So mm-hmm. I mean I was doing this with Jay And he was like you know me and my brother my brother killing it like he and charlotte shout out to julian he um he he is overseeing one of the seven largest banks in the world right now Uh, i forgot the name of the bank but he is a vp and he also owns like a real estate company and his portfolio is like retarded yeah (laughs) you know what i'm saying like for real i mean i mean for real but, but you talk about me and him went through that same type of training. We both had the same leader, and we both went to the military. Mm-hmm. And I was talking about personal development is more important than the money in your pocket That's, because yeah. when you get the right type of development that you need, like, from Jay, like, cool. And then I was able to step away and learn it in the military and then become a squad leader, become a PG or platoon guy, and to lead hundreds of soldiers and I was able to see my leadership skills really shine and cultivate in there. So around in those, in my twenties, that's where everything kind of started congealing for me. Um, and I was able to see very quickly that my knack in leadership and able to guide men or guide a team of people wasn't always about, um, I just saw my style, like the way that I, I guided people and supported and helped. And it, and I learned a lot about myself. So yeah, I was a, uh, what, what you would you call it? Um, a parachute rigger. So I actually packed yeah. parachutes and jumped out of airplanes for a minute. <laughs> I couldn't do it, yeah, bro. Perfectly good airplane. No Let wonder, me sit
0: down first <laughs> class, brother. No wonder you don't mind starting yeah. up a business like that. Nothing. You didn't jump <laughs> out of planes and plane, stuff, Ain't nothing be scared in
1: that,
2: yeah, man, <laughs> bro. I went to one of the hardest boot camps in the United States, uh, uh, Fort Bennett. Mm. all boys, all 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 boy um, boot camp. is and it's intense. Um, And it's in Georgia In the middle I don't even know where in Georgia But it's Fort Bennett And it was crazy And you do that And then you go to AOC training Which is airborne uh, orientation course And you work out like They work you intense I was like in the best shape of my life In my 20s I mean Now I'm just like I got a dead body, right (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying I ain't big or small But like I could Like to go back to that Like that was dope Like I was I was a beast. Yeah. And um, then when I stepped out of that and came back, I had to go back to Fort Bend for jump school. Mm. Jump school was really d- crazy. Like, to condition your mind to jump out of an airplane and to simulate it before you jump, that it jump was crazy. a lot of conditioning It for is. Me, I ain't going to lie to you. And then you got to pack <laughs> your parachute and run two miles back to the base. Oh, and that and that parachute, like, 50 pounds. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> bro, so talk no about c- c- the the type of the type of pressures that I put my life in at a young age, I was like, let me go ahead and cross these bridges now so I can li- I live like no one else now so I can live like no one else later. Yeah. And that's how I really carried that's it. Heavy. And even at a young age, I didn't understand everything. It was crazy sometimes. I feel like I made the wrong decision, like what type of uh, pressure, what type of uh, like level of brutal honesty and accountability that I put myself in. It was grueling. But I'm glad I did it because I don't have to go back through it again yeah. in another life's lesson because what and, was worse than that? Right. You know what it I'm makes saying? it easier. Yeah. Everything else is easy. So doing this like <clears throat> this is building the fastest growing, comp- uh, fastest growing business in the 828 and you make and I told you all. <clears throat> To be the number one business in the 828 and the first black owned business Facts. to be number one in I 828. Don't know what is it's called? Grind. Grind AVL. I'm trying to taste good coffee. Yeah, grind, <laughs> grind AVL coffee. And we're more than just coffee. So, coffee is our unifier. It ain't even the, what you're drinking is not Break what we're selling. To them. Well, what you're drinking, what, you, what you're here for is community. Coffee in the background. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I don't sell coffee, I sell ideas. We sell community And so that's what We do good at And so I think That's when We found that opportunity What we did It came from Up hours I mean me and Jay Up hours 3, 4 in the morning Go to bed Wake You know so That's what it just took it, Everybody don't have To be number one But I feel like I want, I like, I desire to have that at all yeah. times, and I think that anybody yeah. should. So, ain't, no,
0: ain't no chip on my shoulder. it's no, a stack bro, of Pringles. Want, it's a stack of Pringles on my yeah. shoulder. Bro.
2: <laughs> stack of Pringles. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's that's no for real though. <laughs> I love it. Stack of Pringles. Shoot, yeah. give me one. Like, let me. Yeah. But uh, so that's that's how I was. But when I think about what I've been through, and even what Jay did too, you know, the things he came through, it's just like. This is on the strength of relationship, understanding, and the, and also the experiences we already had. Right. So building this, and it won't nothing to to build one of the uh, one of the biggest festivals in this area, where thousands of people come out. Grindfest, Fest, or Kairos Carolina Digital. So that all come from honestly personal development, man, and really gotcha. like taking yourself serious.
0: Yeah, that's another thing that we wanted to touch on is like the. Not just the business things that you need to know about being an entrepreneur, like those personal life things, like yeah. uh, not to skip past it. You said yeah, the dad, the dad bod, you know. Yeah. Let's let's, let's, let's yeah. I was gonna say you yeah, know yeah. something for my man Kev, <clears throat> something you know for saying, him. What? Uh, how do you deal I'm with trying, like the <laughs> father life and you know what I'm saying? Just how would you break that, that down <throat> to him? Dealing with you know, yeah. especially in the newborn stage, like yeah. my man is man, over there.
2: Listen, there ain't no roadmap. You got to construct that joint as you go, yeah. but there's you should, like I said, always have people that already been through what you have, or at least side by side. So it's uh, anywhere I go, I always gonna make sure I build community, yeah. So, cool thing though is when my wife came here, shout out to Naomi. Um, Naomi, uh, she dope, like she did this painting right here. I'm no, y'all like, can't see it on no, I the think podcast but you can it. yeah yeah Head over to youtube it, see, you know what I'm saying, and check yeah, it yeah, check it out check it out but this joint right here is called black wall street and she didn't find out about her gifts in this until she moved here but um when she came here i already had like a yeah i already had like a solid community of people i've been working with but we didn't never we never had like i never had a child before and it all kind of hit at one time i was working a job as a director and then the baby got born and I stepped into entrepreneurship. So I had two mm. babies, my entrepreneurial, uh, my entrepreneurial a journey and a baby. Right. All at the same time. And then bought a house all at the same time, like the first in, the, in three months. And then COVID hit. Like my baby was born <laughs> May 2020.
1: Oh, you got a May baby
2: yeah oh yeah you got and one of she was born real real when the hospital babies. was short shut down for the uh for the rallies Jeez. Yeah, you got so of the,
1: one of the realest babies you know and yeah cool yeah, you, you yeah. listen <laughs>
2: the hospital was shut down as my wife was giving giving birth mm. so I got so everything came at one time but I was like bring it on because it's time now it was just time and space it was just like it's your time and you need to take advantage of the moment so I'd say whatever it takes to go through this fire whatever it is i don't even know what about to happen yeah and then and all of that grind happened everything happened all like so fast it was like everything just came in 2020. it's kind of how
1: i feel right now you know like he said i mean had him on martin luther king day just started the podcast with him that's how i I go bro and i don't know if i told you but we ended up delivering the baby ourselves so it was wow you know, yeah so you know so i'm just trying to figure out how to split it all up and you know conquer it all and kind of get back oh to being on the schedule you know what i'm saying how it was so
2: yeah I, advice to that as far as in somebody who's a grinder or somebody entrepreneur or go-getter the thing is having people that understand is super important like my wife is one of my biggest cheerleaders she don't always vibe with everything but We always are finding every day little moments together, like today. I already knew I had to do this. So when I was with her, it was me and her. Mm -hmm. And planning, schedule, I told you, schedule is super important. Um, And um, making sure that I'm able to balance that. I didn't able to really, I couldn't really figure it all out until I went through that experience. Mm -hmm. And so, what I say on the other side of that, the biggest component for me right now is really just being intentional with my time. Every meeting, I don't have to go through, go to, even though I love the network, right? I right. am Mr. network. That's what I love to do, <laughs> right? MrNetwork.com. dot com, right? <laughs> I love the network. I love to, I love to be in, love to be out there. That's like I love that. But I, when I think about my babies and my and, and and my wife and my and my daughter, I I need to be home. I don't need to do that. That's so, what's real priority. Priority scale, bro, like that really has helped in schedule and taking that time. Now I wake up earlier and I was able to do a lot more. So anything I really, really have to do that I didn't do yesterday, I do it at five in the morning. Mm. I do my meditation, my my mental stuff, and then I get get to it. And then when I got some time, me and Naomi, we drank our little coffee in the morning, got moments in time there's 24 hours in a day but it's like how you spend that time because we waste a lot of time bro i realized that i could waste time even though i am i'm about getting pursuing Mm -hmm. but if you're not intentional with it you don't know what you're doing with your time you just be scrolling a whole hour pass you could have been doing that with something else
0: with something else that's real though because them the ones you do it for and it's Mm -hmm. like if you I, I could just end up neglecting that, you know, for this thing. You yeah, kinda of you know, working backwards. Yeah. yeah,
1: so that's that's how I, I roll it, bro. So so you seem like a man who done been through a bunch of trials and tribulations and mm-hmm. things, man. Life done taught you a lot of lessons and things. So like everybody I know I do and I've asked him, he got like some rules that you like kind of follow, like almost like morals almost, uh What's like three rules that you go by like in your everyday life that you just stand on that you just refuse to break them
2: rules? Cause I know I got a couple. Go. Yeah. So. I actually um it's crazy. Did, I don't know if y'all seen this or not? You probably see. Oh yeah. I think I do <laughs> the, uh, the four commands. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh no. I the four see commands that as an entrepreneur. I live by these joints. Okay. Um and actually um, and I could just say it like the the way that I um that I that I wrote it. All right. It came. It came to me, like, last year, and I knew I needed commands to live by because having commands actually dictate your behavior and your habits. Yeah, for sure. So commands, if a command is the is highest level of a principle, right, of how mm-hmm. you should operate and live, then vision and everything else will formulate around that. So one of the things is do the opportunity in the time frame of the opportunity. When an mm. opportunity presents itself, do it because. Don't wait. Don't wait. Like, just get to it. Uh, another one is, um, become pivotable and teachable like at all times. Yeah, so, so I'm always pivoting if something, cause I'm like one of those cats, like if I build something and I like, no, nah, we're going to stick to the plan. I have learned quickly in entrepreneurship, like ideas are written and saying all day. And like, if I need to pivot or recourse, I need to be okay with that. Right. So I had, I had to learn how to become more pivotable and teachable so I could be malleable in my businesses. So if something not working, I can quickly pivot. Yep. And that was one of the hardest things for me. But I just said I'm going to always live like that. Be pivotable and teachable. And then um, adhering to leadership, like actually having the right type of leadership in your life and um, and executing as soon as possible. Mm. So, like, that's... Three that's, solid that's, ones. Yeah, real yeah. solid. What
1: do
0: you, you know? think yours is, Kev? What's your three? You standing on them?
1: Yeah, I'm going to stand back on, you know what I'm saying? I always do right by those who do right by you. you for know real. Know what I'm saying? That's, one, that's, that's a, good, a big bro. one Definitely. in my, my eyes. like. You know what I'm saying? Cause like I was telling Dante, it's a, 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 lot, a lot of help that came from him. You know what I'm saying? Especially, I ain't gonna get too far into it, but you know, it's just certain people that re- really have genuine love for you and things, and they always gonna try and do their best to help you out. And I feel like you should never forget about those people, cause you know what I'm saying? That's, ain't no type. That's really a blessing for you. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's definitely one. And uh, uh really, you. Handle business, you know what I'm saying? That's 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 another big one. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Handle your responsibilities and do what you gotta do, you know what I'm saying? Be persistent and consistent. You know what I'm saying? And then last one, I would just say, uh always have pure intentions, you know. Yeah, you know, that's you know, good, know what I'm yeah. bro. To, Man,
0: that's a good thing. Especially there. nowadays, like people got that little ulterior motive
2: authenticity is the top the top is the top commodity like everybody needed everybody looking for
0: especially right now because it's it's lacking
2: more than than ever bro but what (laughs) people out here i remember one time eric thomas said this he said, "Y'all out here front? You got you got stacks in your hands. You got um you got these Benzes. You taking pictures with?" He said, "Let me follow you to your house and find out where you sleeping at." <laughs> he said, "Nigga, hey. you sleeping on your mama couch?" You had to put the money back in the bank because you know some people got a
0: brand new AMG sleeping on a piece of toast. <laughs> <laughs> on A piece of toast. Well, that's the air mattress when it, when yeah. all the air come out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. get your priorities like you said earlier. It's priorities, yeah, man. Yeah, dude. but um, we I get guess your house together, bro. For like, for, real. for yeah, that's one thing that my girlfriend says. She says she could never see see herself like having a ten, you know, five ten thousand dollar handbag walking into a place, and that handbag is like two to three times more than her rent or something like that. Correct come on you can't sure. be doing that bro. <laughs> yep. i guess uh for me though my three ones that i stand on would be like three morals i guess the first one would be to not to think that you're better than anybody but you gotta like treat yourself like somebody so somebody else can treat you like somebody if you go around thinking you ain't nobody that's how yeah. you're gonna be treated you yeah. know and yeah. handle yourself with a, with some yeah. confidence exactly and that like that some people always like have that feeling in them, like you were saying, like I feel like I'm destined to be something, mm-hmm. but they just they let it they push it down, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like trusting yourself that you can do something great.
2: That's big. You and
0: are your the number one asset. You know what I'm saying? I think the, the second one money maker would be along the lines of what you said, basically loyalty. Like yeah. that forget the love, man, we need the loyalty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i need the loyalty. You know <laughs> That's all I can say about that one. It's yeah, just loyalty. loyalty. And then that's that's how it is for me. My third one is yes. something along the lines of handle handle business is Just pay your bills. You gotta pay your bills.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. You gotta do what you gotta do. You gotta pay your bills.
0: Uh-huh. What is yeah. who's? I don't know what's going on right now. I don't know who that. Uh. A little, I don't pause, 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 little, A little pause. Little pause. Little pause. Real quick. A little
1: pause. Let me see. Sing, ain't something. nothing wrong. A little break. Y'all know the vibes. <laughs> good. I need to stand up anyway. It's all good. We
0: back in it. <laughs> that little, yeah. little interruption. That joke was funny.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh,
0: to get back into it, man, let's talk about Grindfest, man. Let, let, let the folks know what Grindfest is. Man,
2: Grindfest, I'm excited about it this year. Grindfest is honestly a, the, one of the blackest weekends that you're going to see. Because you know Ashville. I ain't trying to but, yeah, it's about 85% of uh, our white body brothers and sisters we living in Nashville. We love but, it. But, but Grindfest is the blackest, honestly, yeah. what we say is the blackest weekend where we celebrating black businesses, entrepreneurship, and um, celebration and culture for real. So it's really a spinoff of Grind where it started at, but when Black Wall Street came to be, it just naturally fit in with that space. So when we doing Grindfest is really a big celebration, but it's also a place where resources are available, deals are uh, being uh, made, and people connecting for real. So you will see when you come to Grindfest, it's like crazy. We had Slutty Vegan come down last year. We oh, man, I've down. heard of that.
0: I heard that's Bro, banging.
2: Sh- shout out to old to, oh girl, she killing it. Like, yeah. I'm talking about, they, they doing their thing. I think they're about to open up one in um, New York. But they're doing their thing. They, they came down, we had like several food trucks, 50 vendors, you know, all black, or BIPOC. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Everybody doing their thing. Story time, you know, it's during this time of beer week. So for those who are beer lovers, you know, we got the beer there for them. And, uh, you know, dance parties, all type of stuff. After parties, it's just, it's just a big celebration. May 26th through the 28th, so that's Memorial Day weekend. It's It's going down, it's going to be a whole Whole lot of black excellence. Yeah, Yeah, last year we had like 9,000 people slide through in three days. Oh, yeah, 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 it was was dope.
0: It's definitely something to throw on the
2: calendar. It's Gonna be dope, so y'all hear yeah. I y'all might big, pull up. I
0: used man. to do a little creative writing back in the day yeah. in high school, man. I took poetry class, so I was kind of nice poetry with it. I might pull
2: up like that. Like, we that jump be lit. <laughs> <laughs> He's,
0: he don't be like, I got <laughs> it. He don't think I got it. Uh, come on, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: He was like, I got dreads. They
2: <laughs> long. And that's so that, that's saying. it. That's all I got. <laughs> that's nah, it. Right. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> like so, you used to be a, used to do poetry,
0: yeah. Like, we had a uh. It was a creative writing class that I took in high school. And at first, mm-hmm. like, I just took it, you know, wasn't really serious about it. But then I kind of really did get into it. But I was just nervous, like, stage fright type mm-hmm. stuff. So I didn't like getting up and actually doing them. But the professor, not the professor, the teacher, he rocked with me. And he really thought I was, was gifted.
2: That's dope. Oh, okay, you know what okay. saying? He might have been right. You know, he like, say,
0: right. you yeah. might yeah. have been yeah. right. You
2: might yeah. have yeah. a little yeah. Yeah. something for him. You might have a little something. To I to be know be how, I or not to be. be. <laughs> <laughs> Dread blocks are the question. Oh, man, uh, that's dope, though. That's dope, bro. Yeah. Cool.
0: That's What, so that's what what's uh, Was there... Um, we talked about it a little bit, but was there... Um, what made you think coffee? What made y'all, you and Jay Hackett, think coffee? Let's start
2: up the grind, well, you, AVL. You, well, and, the thing is, Jay... It, which I, I know, know it's not just coffee, but... Yeah, but no, it's crazy. So, um, Jay and another, another cat named Gene, they was working together to get this constructed. And I was here at the very beginning phase. I want nothing. This joint was bare floor. This want nothing in here so if yeah. you if you did a spin around or you know see any b-roll <laughs> you'll see like yeah. all right it's, it's full of art and life in here but before that this was like bare floors and, and it was um just an open space a based. dollar and a dream yeah dollar and dream for real <laughs> and then jay and gene talked to me was like we're gonna make this a coffee shop and it's gonna be a good coffee shop and it was like bruce and this one had my marketing come. Days like we want you to do the marketing for this i'm like well What's gonna what is gonna be? Like What's right. gonna look like. So they gotta construct it. Got it constructed, but f- believe it or not, there was um Jay he a, he a researcher. So he was like, there's an open market and they need more coffee shops. So when he studied, did market analysis of what needed to be here, he was like, I don't know nothing about coffee. He said, But Gene had a coffee, like coffee like uh what's that joint called? Not a bus, but a uh, food service. Like yeah, oh, gotcha. like yeah, he had a um I said coffee bus. That might be dope. But yeah, you know, like one of the, uh, you know, the joints where you put the food in it and you sell it on the uh, the van, not the Zoo van. Food truck. Food there truck, bro. Damn, that joint is. left me. I'm saying food
1: bus. <laughs> I'm saying
2: food. I'm <laughs> struggling. I was, was like, what you talking about? I was lost, about? too, for a second. <laughs> we back, though. We food, found it. Food truck. But it was, uh, he had coffee and donuts on there. Called, oh, okay. Yeah, that was dope. So they did their thing. They opened it up, and they were like, Bruce, we'll go ahead and get you to market this, and I had a line out the door. This is the middle of COVID, September 2020. Mm. We had like 300, 400 people show up to what's this what's up? to to the event. And so coffee wasn't on anybody's mind other than it had good margins. The beverage industry has great margins by really the way. Really great margins. Mm-hmm. All you need is a cup. All you need is the drink. You know, there ain't yeah. a whole lot that go into you know you know per per drink you know right. per, I, bar per cup. I know what's up yeah that's yeah 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 at, yeah man. yeah bro beverage industry is legit <laughs> so if you're gonna start somewhere food yeah I done food I opened up a few food spots and that junk was hard that's yeah. more margins in that 30 percent is decent food margins but if you do it like what you can like make 60 70 percent profit you know dang, everybody out, outside in their mama right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a bike week, I guess. All they out there, though. But, uh, yeah, coffee, coffee had great margins, and mm. beverages in general did. And so they decided to open up. But shortly after, uh, Gene um, decided to part ways, and he, had to do, he was on another venture. So I stepped in. I was already there. Right. So I stepped in a little bit deeper. And so that's when we did the spin on coffee uh, is the unifier versus the product.
0: Yeah, that's tough. The way y'all did that, the way y'all made it more than just that.
2: More than just coffee, yeah, bro. We got some good coffee too. But yeah, I don't
0: even drink coffee for real. I really don't. But bro, I, you I, know, I had to rock with y'all. You know, bro,
2: coffee, coffee. The crazy thing is, we became, we was recognized as third best coffee shop in North Carolina. We got that award, right? And then tough. yeah, we got a few awards from Western North Carolina. A few awards. You uh, see
0: how light and call me. said. Just a few awards, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I was major. looking for him. I
2: know, my bad. No, we got a few awards, but like, they, we got another award for like best vibes. Uh, yeah, you know, oh just vibes. Yeah, that's vibe the best, kind of the spots. best award you can get. Yeah. All right. So
0: yeah. we um,
2: are. And
0: I'm, I'm, I'm being yeah. for real, man. This, you gotta take it as a compliment that I'm rocking with the coffee because yeah. I low oh, key yeah. been traumatized yeah. since about fifth grade.
1: For
2: real? What happened? I'm
0: gonna give y'all this, one. I ain't even gave this one to our like little follow. Oh yet, man, I'm honored to hear. Man, my aunt, she used to, you know what I'm saying? You know, you got that one aunt let you be kind of grown a little bit. She mm-hmm. let me come over and like drink coffee. Fifth grade, you know, I'm not supposed to be drinking no coffee, man. And then I never had it, so I'm, I'm, I'm chugging it. And it was right before school. I'm oh, tearing it up, Lord. chugging it, right? And uh, I lived in this, we came up in McDowell and that's in the sticks. We had like one of them good country, hour long bus rides before school, like picking up everybody because we got to go way out in the sticks Dang. here and there. And I get, you know, I'm riding on the bus, you know, it's, it's all good. And boy, my stomach got to a bubbling Ooh. bad, bro. You know what? Ooh. You know what all that caffeine and sugar and dairy do to a five-year-old insides? And you
1: chugged man, it. That's the flusher. Like you all that amaretto cream flusher. I put in
0: there, man. That's I was, the flusher. I was, I was trying, trying my hardest, man. I was I was on the bus yeah, locked you, up like locked this up. here, trying, and I, mean, I was almost don't let made me it. Out. I almost <laughs> made it. You know how you sit on the back of the bus, yeah. right? And like you might go over a speed bump, and like all the kids like to sit on the back. That way when you hit the speed bump, you jump up in the air. I was almost at school, man. I was sitting in the back of the bus, man. Bus driver hit that speed bump. I went up in the air. <laughs> it all let go. It all let go. it works, say, bro. Bro, it all let go. I'm on the bus down bad. <laughs> <laughs> Funky. I had some good friends, man. They was keeping everybody up in the front so they couldn't smell it. For real? <laughs> I had good oh, friends. Man. They was holding it down. Oh, how man. long
2: could you How long did you you hold it together before? Bro I was we
0: was about there we had about 10 15 more minutes
2: Oh that ain't oh, about till school you I was <laughs> close yeah. it was iron man yeah. I Oh joined, yeah I had like, everything on type, Man Oh you okay that So coffee. you Oof. held it for 45 minutes yeah. like now <laughs>
0: But it was over with man I let it all go man I had to <laughs> oh, I had to get man. to school go straight to the nurse's office you know what I'm oh, saying you know. Damn. I uh, called my mom and tried to get them to send something. My yeah. brother show up with a pair of pants. They just told him that I spilled something on myself, so he just brought me pants. I had to raw dog it the
1: rest of the day. <laughs> I know you was feeling Bro, better. raw, raw dogging it, feel, man. man. <laughs>
0: it was rough. And then, you know how black families do? This was like, like the talk of the town or something, oh, bro. Man. I get off the school bus. It's yeah, like cousins' cars that. who ain't don't come around regularly in the driveway. Hey man, I heard about you. man. Know. Ah, oh, y'all oh. do me like that, man. Come I ain't on. seen <laughs> you since last Christmas, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so for me to be drinking this, man, you oh, know man. I must really yeah. rock with y'all Appreciate for real. It. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Okay, I felt that's that's a little right bubble about five right minutes ago. To be real with you, yeah.
2: Hey man, about time to wrap this up. No About time to wrap this up. Nah, it's dope, though. That's dope. Yeah, thank uh, you for the, cup, for the coffee love, bro. Man, yeah, it's, so it's, it's what's you up, for God sure. providing us with that. You know? Yeah, it's, but it's
0: uh, what's the one more I wanted to get in? Oh, yeah, we ain't even talked about it. The uh, the Black Wall Street. Yeah. yeah. We got to get into that, man. That's, that's yeah. the one I really Real want to get creativity.
2: into. Man, Black Wall Street. Let the folks know what it is. Who yeah, don't Black know. Wall Street is uh, now a uh, nonprofit incorporated. Nice. And Black Wall Street was, honestly, there was a... Uh, a grant given to us by NC Idea. NC Idea is always looking for super dope um, BIPOC initiatives across the North Carolina uh, state um, and they want to support and they got dollars to really help. So for it's sure. grant money. And Jay, he the master of grants and he was like, look, I'm about to, he was going constructing something and he came to me at the embryo phase of it. He's already did the documentation paperwork. And he said, we're going to go ahead and apply for it. But the only thing we, it was $50,000 that we received. We received that in 2021. Yeah, we did the start of this in 2021. Mm -hmm. And it was pretty much uh, when you do research around entrepreneurship, uh, the tapestry report, it was just like American study. Uh, across the United States around black businesses, that the quickest way to wealth for us is through entrepreneurship. Facts. There's no other way that we will make uh, the the type of wealth we want to make until we make it for ourselves. Exactly. And collectively do it. And so, ex-blackly.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. ex Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love that. I love
2: these little phrases y'all come up with. It's dope. Uh, so we, uh, y- you know, Pretty much, long story short, at the at the at the beginning phase of it, uh, it is to support, expand, and um, and help Black businesses um, to revitalize Black Wall Street. So we we support them by the tech, the technical support and funds that they may need at the beginning. Most people don't have one hundred twenty eight dollars to start an LLC. We got that money to provide for them. Right. Most people don't have access to a commercial building to put on the LLC because most people don't know you don't you can be disqualified for funds, putting your personal home address on the LLC um, and you can't get access to funds. And so people are like, why can't you get capital? You've been making money, been doing your thing. It's because you don't got a legitimate address. Right. So we use grind as a commercial address. We got mailboxes over there. And so then we talk about expansion. We got over 90 partnerships mm. with people all across Western North Carolina to stretch this work to help them. So not just partnerships to be talking, but partnerships to actually patronize people' businesses, mm. to buy their stuff, to uh, partner with them, to bring them in. Some people have left their jobs completely to do the work based on the connections we have made. And, and then to revitalize real. Black Wall Street to really take back what um, Asheville was a thriving, Uh, business district black wall street district black wall street just is really a state of mind where we come together but all up and down depot street were black businesses and all in Asheville, were a lot of thriving black businesses so we want to revitalize and play our part in shifting the narrative that Asheville is not just a space where you come and drink beer and go hiking but it's also a space for black people to come and thrive you just got to get connected to the right group of people so we have 135 black business BIPOC businesses later that we're working with with a $1.4 million impact collectively, that's with only 60 of them. Then mm-hmm. when we first started, and we said we knew we had something special there, but now 135 businesses later, and several more new partnerships, we got a Black Wall Street building where we host events and build culture and community. It's been amazing, and so that's what we do. We support, expand, and revitalize. They're like, that's where we at. So that $50,000 that started us in 2021, we were able to really support Twenty of them. They say, hey, if you can just do 20 businesses and y'all collectively do two hundred fifty thousand dollars that's good. We quickly found out at six months we did it, we created six hundred thousand dollars with forty business, forty-five businesses. So Dang. we were helping businesses really yeah. make money. Jumping. And Grindfest really contributed to that. So Grindfest <laughs> is really about businesses being patronized. Mm. So that's what we do. We 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 there's a lot of academia out there around business, how to build business infrastructure. We got those partners. The part that we play in it is how can you make money, the what? How can you make money right now in the next 30 days or less? And also you have a community around people that's gonna hold you accountable and motivate you. So that's what it, at the bottom line, what it is, bro. It's heavy. So it's dope. Black sure. Wall Street AVL.
0: That's something big that we need to do a lot, a lot more in the black community. I think we need to do is, like, hold each other accountable from, like, from a business sense and just from a regular sense, you know? Bro, tell the truth.
1: Yeah. Like, that's
0: the, that's the real, I feel like, barrier we got to get over right now is that accountability.
1: Yeah, and tell people what they needed to hear and not what they want to hear. That's the yeah. big thing, you know what I'm
0: saying? Kev, do it to me all the time.
1: You know what I'm <laughs> yeah. Even, yeah, for real, you know what I'm saying? But
2: thank God you got that per- type of person that's in your true. corner. Uh, and that's what I was just telling somebody today. Like, you need those type of people in your corner. Like, yeah, I get it. You don't like it, but if if they if people only talk about what you like, that's dangerous. Dangerous. You need somebody to talk about what you don't like. Like somebody right. that that's t- telling you what you need to hear. Like you said, because that's real. I didn't make it this far just hearing what I like. Yeah.
0: Somebody going to tell you something that put that, that sour taste in you. mouth. No, yeah, it, I It'd be, it be right sometimes.
2: Yeah. And I always, and I run to it. I run the wisdom, like run the information. Yeah. Like, tell me what I need to do. You don't want to hear constructive feedback on your business. I don't want to hear that. I'm going to just do what I feel like I need to do. You ain't going to get but so far. got to have that. I need uh, that feedback. need four somebody things, honest with you.
1: Four things you want to buy and don't sell. That's the truth, wisdom, instruction. Uh, dang, I forgot the other one. I get back to y'all at the end. Of the <laughs> that was his. That was a good one. Strong, he started wow. it off. Yeah, he, he started, started it off strong.
0: strong. But nah, Kevin, tell you what you need to know. He talked me out of some jeans shorts recently. Yeah, I, yeah. I thought they was fly, Bro, they had a little design, little ripple design blow. on them. Oh, geez, you know, know what I'm saying? I showed him. I had a little cart, you know, the shopping cart. I'm like, bro, check me out. He's like, oh yeah, that's fly, that's fly. And then he stopped. He was like, hey, bro. Bro, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> What's them right there? See, I'm, thinking I'm thinking he hating. I'm thinking he hating. Our other <laughs> homies show up. I'm like, bro, check out the shorts. Right? No bro yeah, No bro yeah, don't, do no, don't do Lead it Don't do it Leave them jeans shorts alone. <laughs> <Dang. laughs> he, he gonna let you know He gonna give you what you need
2: that, That's yeah. right Shoot yeah. Start with that Anything else It's real. truth Understanding Instruction And wisdom There go. Okay right. There Trust. it is yeah, you, got, you know what I'm saying He, he on point He on point Oh yeah Yeah But yeah man You know
1: what I'm he saying But one thing I really wanna know I don't know if we about to wrap it up Or not before we wrap it up You know what I'm saying Like I hear you talking about like, you know what I'm saying, fifty thousand dollar deals and then last time we were here you were telling us about some things you were in the process of closing and, and talking about proposals and stuff, man. That's mm-hmm. all like real, I wouldn't say advanced, but you know, like a lot of the black community don't see that side of business. You know what I'm saying? We no, always really. on the working side, you know what I'm saying? There's nothing wrong with that. You gotta start. The grind somewhere. is important. Yeah, but um, how did you kinda like know that you were ready
2: to handle that type of stuff? Like, handling six-figure contracts. Yeah, exactly. exactly you know, so, mm-hmm. somebody
1: throw six-figure contract in my face, I'm like, hmm, they try to set me up, man. You yeah, the
0: bank gave me a credit card with a little bit too much money. I said, hey, I don't want all that. Now, y'all can, y'all can take oh, some of that back. Listen, I don't need I'm that deal.
2: And I'll, uh, I can open up some of these, like, just some things. Yeah. But the, like I was telling you, the biggest thing is having, making sure that you have a, a, a tight a tight infrastructure mm-hmm. in any of your thing your business when i say infrastructure i mean making sure that you know where everything is and how it works operates from your money to your product and how it connects to people and how they buy mm-hmm. and if you can have that really tight and how you present it and and it's consistent it's like automated So I made sure that things that were automated, because I had a hard time because I was such a high-level creative that I didn't really have the next phase of business. It was easy for me to do consulting because I can see big picture all day. But right. that only made me whatever it made me at that time. I think I was charging at the time per hour like 85 dollars for a consulting session. Mm-hmm. you know, a consulting session now is like 250 an hour, You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, so you sit down with me, I'm gonna give you something because I know what it's gonna make you exactly. I, I already went through that process. And so just and also testing. um, You can't have a surrogate mother trying to run your business for you. You can't give somebody else your business. So I also tell people, birth your own business and go through the pain of what it takes and stop trying to hire a surrogate mother, so to speak, to birth it for you. Right. So I really took. So to get to that level, it was really about the personal development that it took of really. Putting myself through a process of like, man, doing proposals, what? And so, the, one of the first proposals I did it was like a forty thousand dollar contract for three months, and and I was I felt intimidated to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Because like I said, I know I got the skill set, but do I got the right team and infrastructure? And so when it comes down to really going after bigger prop, bigger contracts, there's a bigger problem always attached to it. But you have to get, and I got really, really good at making sure that my I had a good team and I knew how to delegate correctly, and I'm not doing everything because I couldn't do everything. I don't necessarily know how to build a website. I could probably figure it out, but I'm really good at high level marketing. I can build a, a, a funnel. I can build a, how to get person from point A to point Z. That's like that consultancy level, and I know how to do that in community development. That requires me, but having also the right team players. And so I did that, and then when I did my proposals, I made sure I found best practices. Who else is doing a good job at proposals? Is there any examples that I could look at? And then I just made sure I had high-level organization. So when you look at my business or come onto any of my website, it's just highly professional, highly like engaging. Like you know exactly what you're getting, and I'm always working at it every day. Um, and so that that's just some of the things um, that, that I started doing. So when I went after those type of contracts, I already had like my ducks in a row in the background. I had the right team, team of five. Right. And I had people already, it was already working on some stuff. And then I went into, uh, making sure that I had my proposal and my presentations were tight. Like, you know, exactly what you're getting before you buy. So discovery call 20 minutes. Before you have a discovery call, you remember saying like the infrastructure, you already already answered a questionnaire, like you are gonna get a proposal two to three days after we have a conversation. This is what you can expect. And then I send in a proposal, you got any questions? You don't got no questions? You can go ahead and put the first installment, payment schedule on there, terms and conditions already on there. So as much of it as you can get out the way as possible versus stepping into it and figuring it out on the way down, that don't work at that level. But it does work when you're getting it, just trying to figure it out. But at that level of working with organizations or other businesses like B2B or working with departments or anybody, you have to yeah. really have, like, getting your affidavit Like, I didn't even know what aphrodatum was, like, stating that I was a black business or I'm a legit business, like, to get a contract with the city. Like, yeah. at that level, you just got to make sure documentation is tight. And oh, yeah, all your everything.
0: paperwork is all together.
2: Yeah. Okay. And if you don't, I didn't have to know everything, but I made sure I knew the right people in my corner. Like, hey, how you do this? And I just kind of made sure those things were tight and just put my best foot forward. That's that was some up. of the that always was some of the hardest contracts. So I just put in a contract and uh, our uh, proposal for it's 30 pages. Okay. But, you know, exactly what you're getting from beginning to end. who on the team, who on the project and I become a, a mastermind at making sure I know exactly where I know I don't have to do everything, but I know where everything is, right? And so, and once you get good at that, then you can start crossing state lines and working with other organizations and how they should talk. So, I get good at cultures and I get good at systems that's and how they work together. That's what's up, that's yeah, that's bro. The that's the best answer game, you could give yo. to that one.
0: And, um, you know, we done gave you, done you know, drop so much knowledge on us today. I feel like there's. You know, when people, I feel like if some people get to your level, they feel content, or uh, they just kind of, you know, oh, I made it, now I'm good. What, um, what would you say are some things that you still That's want so to crazy learn? You're
2: asking that question, yeah. some that. things
0: you still would like to in this entrepreneurship game. what's some things you still want to learn?
2: All right, so it's crazy that you kind of phrased this question. I was just. Thinking about that, I was like, um, today I was making some deposits of some some work I was already doing.
0: That's boss moves for you. all. Yeah, I don't right? know what that means.
2: And um, and it, and those deposits uh, are you know I locked in a year contract with this this organization, and I was like, this is a, you know, this is a decent size deposit that I get every month, mm-hmm. and um, I just literally is like, I have to eat my next meal like it's my first plate. So, like, I always, I always need to be hungry. I need to stay in, in a place of pursuit. I need to place in a state of, state of hunger. So I'm not, I'm not um, whenever I uh, uh, make it to a certain level. Right. Then I think about, I need to put people around me that are at a different level. So I got Ooh, friends, man, yeah, that... Got,
0: okay. So each I got level, f- bro, new little team for this level. I got new a, team I got
2: a, I got friends around man. I mean, I was like catch y'all age and also older, like my age. That's seven, eight figure earners, mm-hmm. and they black, they brothers, mm-hmm. and they dope and they swaggy. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And they doing that thing, like for real, and they love and they and they just as brilliant um, as me, and, and even and more brilliant. So being around other people, man, to keep you on your toes. So I'm always learning. From them, I'm always watching and I'm always studying. Like I never stop. Never studying, turn it off. Never turn off the and, and I'm always like learn I'm always self-improvement, like always in a course. Like I was in an AI course um and I get this for free, but Belly Jean have a five day AI course. Joe, it's phenomenal. Mm. Yeah. And I and he he put me on. So Belly Jean, like Shout out to Belly Jean. Uh, Belly Jean is marketing. He dope. He he he's one of my my guys. I, I I know a lot of his work, and then a few other cats. I went. I go to these conventions like all across the United States. I go to masterminds where I drop five to ten stacks just mm. to be in the room. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And money I'm money, only man. and I'm only and I'm only probably pay myself modestly just to take care of my bills. Right. I was like, dang, I got this money. What can I do with it? So. I use it to pursue information So, because what I got in can be be outdated in a exactly, year. Exactly,
0: especially in like a marketing or any type of business Bro, that's you, dealing with technology.
2: You outdated as soon the as technology changes, yeah. your strategy changes. <laughs> the next day. So I'm always self-educating myself. I'm always into some type of course. So you really um, just investing in your knowledge and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm always real. getting out there. Um, that's real. So that's, that's how I would say that not staying content. So even though I may have a few contracts on the table that I had closed, and even I closed this one with the, with the United States, that's a big one. Yeah. And when I, when I close that, I know I, I know I put my foot in that proposal, so I know I at least made it to the finalists, right. But when I close that confidence that con- Yeah, when, that confidence, and when I close it, I'm going to go to the next one, because my goal is to make one meal, yeah. and I can get there. That's my goal in marketing. I know I can do it. It's possible, right? And then once you make that one, bro, two, yeah, bro, yeah, then yeah. ten, I'm yeah. Like, what? So that's my personal goal. And I, if with this one contract, you halfway there. Yeah, mm. keep going. With one contract, you halfway yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, that's real. So, but the thing is, is it's really about serving. Like I really like study serving. The highest person is the servant to all. Like mm. I'm really about serving. So, I um that's that's kind of like where I'm at with everything, and um. You know, I'm always giving and I'm always pursuing knowledge, wisdom, information and strategy and being around people that are doing it better than me. Always. That's real.
1: Mm-hmm. Y'all hear no pride. In, no
2: pride at all, bro. No pride. I had to let that jump go. Got to, yeah, man. man. Had to let it go. Let go the ego and the pride and just learn. Mm-hmm. So what? You don't know how to do it. Somebody going to teach you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and if it's attitude. another brother, so be it. He doing exactly. his thing. Exactly. Or somebody younger than you, that just Bro, I'm, I'm trying to tell you, like, sometimes I've, like, these guys, 24, making $10 million a year, you know what I'm saying? driving Ferraris and Bugatti's, and I'm just kicking it with them. Good friends of mine. And he was like, Bruce, when are you going to buy you something? I mean, I could buy me something decent, but I don't know if I need to. Can I buy a Bugatti right there? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. But it just, it's just inspirational just to have those type that conversation, just to eat with them and have to them be type able of conversation. To be having that type of conversation. Just to be there in that in that type of presence, it, the, the conversations are different. So exactly. they're not just talking about what you're gonna spend. They are also talking about how we are gonna make the next M. Right. Oh, that was conversation. Not how we gonna spend the next M. How we gonna make the next one? How you going yeah? Not spend the next M date. So and that's and that's when i really realized like for me is about honestly at this point like yes i may have some significant things happening but i'm already at the next thing the next one already i'm not even distracted by what's in my account that's real that's real yeah bro i still ride the same car i bought six years ago even though i can buy seven of them
0: that's that's even more real right there
2: (laughs) i still got the same car bro i can have me a dope house but i bought me a condo yeah, you know that's what uh, my I'm
0: professor saying. told us that in one of our classes. It's like most uh most millionaires to means, most bro, millionaires drive no used, used cars. Like even if I, I think he said like seventy percent of them, seventy percent of millionaires or something like that.
2: I'm not trying to like trying to be funny, but I was looking at buying a, a Lamborghini, right? Okay, Lamborghini, and it was it won't that much. It, when I say that that much, like. I'll, you, I'll give y'all this Lambo hack. Y'all hear that? Lambo hack. He said, Lambo hack. We ready for all the right, Lambo, yeah, Lambo hack. Lambo hack. You can, Free game. You can, um, when you get to a certain level of business, you do not have to use your money at all. All you have to know is how systems talk to each other, and then you need to know how to get access to capital. I could buy a Lambo right now without using no money in my bank account. I could use somebody else's money to fund it and then check this out, $180,000 Lambo, right? All you got to drop is $30,000 on it. Get a, And this is a whole Lambo hack for it. You can get a Lambo right now without a whole bunch of money in your pocket. You don't have to be like me. You can make it $45,000 a year. Or let's just say you make something like 70 dollars dollars or thirty, dollars and you come together. You get, you get thirty dollars you put it down on a Lamborghini, right? Get the Lamborghini, and then put the Lamborghini out for production, to mm. make money, so the car is not a, no longer a liability but an, an asset. Yeah. So now the Lamborghini is making money on Toro, the Lamborghini is making money in music video, the Lamborghini is making money uh when people show up in town, the Lamborghini is showing up at classic car, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so you buy you something like that that's always continuously making money, and then the thirty thousand dollars that you dropped into it, you already made that back in less than uh eight months. And then by the time you paid off the whole Lamborghini, check it. Check this out. When you make the amount of Lamborghini, you sell the Lamborghini for what almost what you bought it at. And so now you got, you made one hundred eighty thousand dollars, and then sell the Lamborghini for that amount. Like let's say one hundred and fifty thousand. Mm. So you made three hundred twenty thousand dollars. You know what I'm saying? That's a Lambo And you hat. got to flex a Lambo for a little bit. <laughs> Bro, it ain't about consuming, it's about producing. That's right. So dude. anything that I got, it ain't, it ain't it ain't for me to consume it. I may have a few things, that a few toys or things that I do, right? Like I'm going to Dubai at the end of the month. That's oh, like that's something hard, like yeah. that that I'll do. Yeah, no, but that's do experience. That. And it's also a business. It's a, it's a tax write-off. It's yeah. It's a, so trip. it's a business trip so when i go yeah. to dubai i'm doing it like that so when i learned it from these cats like they're not using their own money mm-hmm. so i can get access to capital and using capital to fund yeah. the dream that has a plan to produce more that's, that's just hard. a little quick that's free thing. game right yeah, there that's free
1: hard. Game. i was taking finance last semester after, or not last semester but about a year ago and they were saying like if a jeep or something weigh like a certain amount Bro, you know what oh, saying? you it can write the like, whole thing yeah, off. Yeah, exactly. Like a $200,000 card just like wrote off on taxes or
2: something like Nope, if it's like at over 6,000 pounds, you can write yeah, the whole Yeah, card. it's crazy. It's man. real. It's, it's a, a lot so of
1: different ways out there. Outs, but you just got to know.
2: Bro, it, it was over for me, and I, I'm, I'm not trying to press over, but it was over for me yeah. when Donald Trump, he could buy land, and he can write it off if you dig graves into the land. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. Graveyard. Oh, Lord. you can write. Bro, if, right if off. you bury somebody in land that you purchase, I don't think it's like, well, I'm it saying tax. you have to pay the
0: taxes. Yeah, i seen that. Yeah, that's, no, that's crazy. That's how the rich
2: get richer. It's about these hacks, y'all. They it's make really the family's graveyard. and then man, That's crazy. Well, you I, can strike deals without no money. Y'all without no
0: deals. money. I've been learning. It, we, that's what we're trying to get on. Yeah,
2: strike deals without True. money. And just all you got to do is just be in the room. Or, yeah. or, just pay your way in the room. It's like that $1,250 that you was going to use for an excursion, do it for a mastermind. Mm. I know cats doing that. like they just hungry. They just want to be in the room. So I just pay to be in a room sometimes sure. to hear conversations, just be a, mm-hmm. and I write it down. Uh, yeah, so some cats, man, they gave me some, some, some serious knowledge, and I just took it and extended on it. That's real. So, that's
1: real. Got yeah.
0: anything else for our man? Kevin? Uh, you, gonna
1: ask him if you
2: got anything for the future entrepreneurs? Any,
0: any, any, last, of, any last words for the future ones just getting started? Yeah,
2: anybody that's you know, pursuing entrepreneurship, get with a group of people, man, like, and, like, that has common interests. And um, pursue it. Like, even if you don't understand exactly what you're doing, at least initiate the pathway. What we've been conditioned to do is figure it all out before we start. Entrepreneurship is the other way around. It don't start. It don't, you don't figure it out until you start. Mm. We want to figure it all out before we start. It's good to have a plan, but that's conditioning from school. That's conditioning from just being a student as right. far as in a system, school system. You study it and then you do it. In this con- concept, there's things about business that you can't study until you start. You won't even know what it is until you start doing it. So uh, anytime I start something, like, yes, I start learning as I go. Hmm. I read as I go. So I can take the 30% that I learned and squeeze all the juice out of it. Somebody might know 100% of the same thing I know, but never did nothing with it. Right. But I only know thing. 30% of what you know. That's the whole thing. But I squeeze every bit of that juice... Out of that limit, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Especially and I drank it. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs>
2: and put a tequila <laughs> shot in <of> there. <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's just like those things. But um, yeah, bro, that's what I would say. And don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to go for it. Like whatever it is, just just pursue it. Um, and I I really believe like the universe will bring the right people around. Oh, yeah, it definitely will. It's been real, man.
0: It's been real, man. We in here at Grind, AVL, Bruce Waller Jr., my man, Kevin Griffin. It's been real, and he dropped a lot of game, and we really appreciate it. I really appreciate him taking the time to come kick it with us and let y'all learn a few things as well as teach us a few things. So yeah, y'all go ahead and y'all, you know, follow Grind, AVL, follow Bruce Waller on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. Get in there. Touch base with us.
1: Yeah, this type of information costs that he gave y'all. Uh, he gave it to that, you for yeah, the free. <laughs> so, what he say? you need to squeeze <laughs> all that Soak juice it up now. this is out this mm-hmm. limit. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? Do they drank it. it. You know what I'm saying? For real. But, yeah,
0: it's been real. It's the Qualified to Motivate podcast, QTM Media, with Grind AVL, mm-hmm. Black Wall Street.
2: You know what I'm saying? And there it
0: is, man. Let's do Til it. Till next time. Till next time.